today. President Biden will not rule out executive orders to crack down on your Second Amendment rights. Uh, we've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez reporting to you from the Arctic tundra that is the DFW area. Uh, but we've got our coffee and we are ready to go today. I am joined by Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show, yep. who looks very different from yesterday. Very different. <laughs> and also Elijah Schaefer of Slightly Offensive, who also looks... I'm, and you know that it's a new day because I have two mugs. Where <laughs> well, would I have got, how would I have gotten this mug if we shot this on the same day? Yeah, how? Just how? That's a great who, point. Who are we promoting here? The Blaze, that's good. And then the news and why. And Glenn and Glenn. And Glenn. Glenn. Which, by the way, you can get all of these mugs at shop.blazemedia.com. Just thought I'd plug that there for you. Uh, but we've got plenty of headlines to last us probably through the end of the week. Uh, let me give you the first one. So President Biden apparently is not going to rule out executive orders to crack down on the Second Amendment rights uh, that you are supposed to have. But it appears that the Biden administration does not think that you do. Now, this comes after uh, President Biden released a White House memo uh, basically urging Congress, this was on the anniversary of the Parkland shooting, it was urging Congress to take immediate action on common sense gun reform, which is what, when you know that it means very, very, very detrimental things to you is when they use the term common sense gun reform. So uh, Joe Biden had released this memo. And uh, here is uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Saki being asked about the uh, the Second Amendment crackdown. Here's what Saki says. What is your timetable for action on what the president calls common sense measures? And what's the realistic hope that you have that they'll pass both houses? Well, we haven't proposed a package at this point, so it's hard for me to make a prediction about its uh, likelihood of passing. Uh, but I will say that the president is somebody throughout his career who has advocated for smart, uh, gun, smart gun safety measures. Um, he has uh, not afraid of standing up to the NRA. He's done it multiple times and won on background checks and a range of issues. Uh, and it is a priority to him on a personal level. But I don't have a, uh, a prediction for you uh, or a preview for you on a timeline of a package and certainly not what it would look like and how it would go through Congress. Now, later on in uh, this, sh she was asked, does the president still plan to take executive action on gun control? She said, of course, he hasn't ruled out either of those options. Uh, now, in Biden's statement that he released after the anniversary of the shooting, he called for, quote, banning assault weapons, uh, which we all know when they say assault weapons, they mean basically every weapon that you could possibly own other than like a revolver. Um, so semi-automatic handguns, uh, weapons of war, and uh, he wants to, <laughs> like yeah, he wants to. Swords, yeah. I, I know, I'm weapons like, so literally war, every single maze. weapon you could possibly have. You know they're trying right. to outlaw uh, having a bulletproof vest in New York, right? There's legislation out right now that makes it illegal to obtain or to own or to wear uh, a bulletproof vest. So they want to not, not only take away offensive weapons, they want to take away your ability to defend yourself as well. Um, and when I hear gun control, all I hear is just the word control, yeah. which is the mm -hmm. idea to control us. 
and they do that by taking away our guns. I sent you a text message. Did you get my text message? What did that say? Uh, it says, shall not be infringed. <laughs> yeah, I just texted you guys. Just a reminder, yeah. that little little caveat, yep. mm -hmm. shall not be infringed. Right. And they're trying to infringe on this. So Wait, is there, but there, is there like an asterisk that says, but shall not be infringed but if this was the impeachment unless, trial, you know, where they were editing, yeah, yeah, where they were exactly. editing the words, editing the words as we go. The president really, really wants common sense gun reform. Yeah. Well, number one, common sense. I haven't seen common sense come from the left like ever, ever has common sense come from the left. And, and there's something interesting happening here. They're going after the NRA. I just want to remind the American people, the Second Amendment wasn't written for the NRA. Okay, the Second Amendment's for you. So, you're, yes, we're all, we support the NRA, but don't, because there's a lot of Americans I'm hearing that go, if they, if they go after the NRA and the NRA falls, then what are we going to do? You have the Second Amendment. You don't need the NRA for the Second Amendment to be in effect. Just, hello. Can we, we cheers to that? Now. Can we cheers to that, you please? We have it for now. I just need to we'll cheers. cheers. COVID. We'll cheers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cheers. So, uh, so, in this memo, it was not just the banning of assault weapons. It said uh, he wants Congress to enact common sense gun law reforms, including requiring background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons and high capacity magazines and eliminating this is the big one, guys, eliminating immunity for gun manufacturers who knowingly put weapons of war on the streets. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the whole purpose of gun manufacturers is to manufacture guns, which I hate to break it to you guys on the left. It, the, the intent of a gun is to injure someone like that. That's the whole intention. So um, you, what you see is uh, the left taking these small little steps, making it sound very normalized to basically say we want all of these businesses to be too scared yeah. to manufacture guns because they're going to get sued. Yeah. Yeah. L look, the gun can't fire itself. But let's go after the gun manufacturer, not after the left, the Biden administration that puts the criminals back on street. Felons. Release the felon from prison. That's the guy that's going to fire the gun that he stole somewhere or obtained illegally. No, we can put criminals on the street, but we've got to stop making guns. And it's actually very concerning what you're talking about, not allowing you to own body armor. Right. Or mm -hmm. own protective measures and gear. At some point, they're going to say no alarm system in your home. If we want to come in, we should be allowed to come in. You know, this is crazy talk. And, and I love how they throw these words out there as if they live by them. You know, common sense. Where's the yeah. common sense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where is that? They I don't really see are co-opting the language. No, but it's also ridiculous, too, because when they say, you know, we want to remove these weapons or immunity for these companies, first of all, this is absolutely insane. Instead of saying, hey, we want to look at where gun crime is coming from, it's coming from, you know, a lot of it is either suicide or gang-related, right? So we have a mental health problem. Right. crisis and a crime crisis specifically mostly in the, the violences in black neighborhoods and i miss based biden when biden was just like totally down to earth and was more right-wing than i am and he would get up in there in in, in congress and say that we have a crime problem we've got to figure this out and there there's an issue i know it's not popular but in the black communities there's a problem where black men are killing black men and i remember when biden was like pretty cool and, and down to earth like that and he could still think um <laughs> and when he did he had some pretty good ideas uh, and i know that some of the crime bills maybe it might might not have been the best way to solve those issues just putting everyone in jail but my point being is that when they put people in jail or in these gang communities started jailing people the crime rates did drop yeah. and it wasn't because they took away immunity for these gun manufacturing companies that is absolutely ridiculous there's a real problems in this country 
And it's not the guns. It could be knives. It could be anything. People are, have, have psychological issues and they hate each other. And that is a problem. It's a spiritual problem, but also it's a health crisis. And the guns are not the ones doing this. And so it's just like, what? So your son shoots himself in the head and I can then, you know, sue the gun company because your son shot himself? That is neither going to help your family heal nor help the country solve any problems. It's just going to create mass casualty issues. And it's even sad because now you're going to think of people might kill themselves kind of like a cash payout for life insurance. People might start committing crimes to get a cash payout from these gun manufacturers, realizing that if something bad happens, they can cash out on a crime. Yeah, really. Not good. Really, really good point. Look, when, when Vice President, then Prosecutor Kamala Harris, was prosecuting, she threw her own, she threw a ton of people in jail because that was convenient, because that built the record, that helped the corporate ladder. And all of a sudden, just like an early Biden when he could still think, yes, he was speaking with more probably then common sense. Maybe he's having flashbacks going, there was a time when this was common sense <laughs> to me. But you've drifted. You're, you're no longer seeing land. You're out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, you've lost your rudder completely. You know, but, but it's again, it's horses for courses. They'll do whatever they need to do in the moment to gain the next the next set of ground. Right. And so and then this is why they can flip flop like this. But this is concerning because you make a really good point. At the same time, when we're looking at epic rise in proportions in suicide, depression, not just in teens, but families. You know, brutal assault at home, COVID, all this stuff. And, and all of a sudden now you make gun bad, gun bad, gun bad. And then you heighten the sense of, hey, we can sue because we're the most litigious nation on earth. Right. All of a sudden, this is a real threat to gun manufacturers. And I think that's what they want. They want to pin the gun manufacturer in a corner to where this real things could happen. Right. God forbid, but that people could, you know, like you have arson set a house on fire to get an insurance paid where somebody may say, hey, this family member is disposable. Or a father may go instead of instead of stepping up and, and stepping up as a father and pulling my family through, I'm actually going to try and get a payout because my wife's going to be able to sue the gun manufacturer. Right? This is bad. Yeah, I, I commonly see that um, one of the major issues with all of this common sense gun reform uh, with the lawmakers is that they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Oftentimes you have these lawmakers <laughs> who have no idea what gun is what. They've never shot one. They've never been around right. one. They don't know. And they're making these, you know, remarks like, well, we've got to get these weapons of war off the streets. Well, what weapons of war are you talking about? Well, these AR-15s. And it's like, that's not I mean, I know, first of all, the term weapons of war is a bunk term. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it could be but, anything. Right, right. But, you know, a, an assault weapon doesn't mean anything. It means whatever the, the person who's saying it wants it to yeah. mean. Whatever weapon you use to assault someone with. Right. Is now an, your fists are an assault weapon. R right, it's exactly. It's yeah. Exactly. And so you have these people who are, you know, they're calling out. Uh, I remember last time I checked, there was a list of all of the semi-automatic firearms that would be banned under, you know, whatever latest gun control proposal it was a couple years ago. And my tiny little 380 that I used for personal protection was on that, on list, that list because according to uh, all of the, you know, the fine print on what they what they categorize as a, a as a assault weapon, uh, my tiny little 380 that I used for personal protection was on there. And so I'm looking at this and I'm going, OK, 
So obviously they need training. Uh, I'm thinking back to how they completely ruined the insurance in, in the in the country with Obamacare. <laughs> they passed this law about insurance. Not knowing how insurance none, works. Right. None of them knew how it worked. Good and they, they were like, oh, wait, we've Good got to point. pass this. And they passed this law. And, and, and I, as a licensed insurance broker, was like, Okay, you got to know when you do this, when you do that, when you put these two things together, all it's going to do is drive the prices up. You know that if you study it. These people don't study these things. So now again, we have this gun control. Everyone's talking about we need to, this common sense gun reform. Well, I don't think we're going to get common sense gun reform. I don't think we're going to get common sense anything from people who don't know what the hell they're talking about. On and they don't and they don't educate themselves on, on the subject before they pass it on anything. But you're 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 making a poo. I'm telling you now, if those who do know, those who do know and who have bad intentions now look at the political class and go, let's go get the idiots to execute our plan for us because they're not even going to question. Mm-hmm. They're just going to make law and pass bills. They're going to break the medical system. So big pharma goes, put pressure on the political class. They'll pass a health care bill that is absolutely detrimental to the people, but to us, and they wouldn't even know they're doing it. They're going to take guns off the street because trust me, there's not a single soldier on the planet that's going to pick your little, you know, handgun that you right. put as a weapon of war or an AR-15 for that matter. OK, yeah. they'll say, no, a, thank you. A, I'll pass. It's a sporting rifle. OK, I'll pass. Thank you very much. AR does not yes. mean. Well, here from the makers assault. of Texas wind turbines comes gun control, right? <laughs> yeah. Something that's sure not to fail in hard conditions. And that's what you're saying is people who make these decisions. The thing is, that it doesn't affect them. And that's the problem. When you're an elitist, laws don't affect you anymore. And and I know this because I'm not an elitist, but I am around a lot of elitist people. And I can tell you that, you know, even myself included in this and the fact that like I have a a, a blessing and I'm humbled to be able to work in media. The reason why the media talks the way they do, for instance, about these things is like in the pandemic, I've been creased in net worth. The the pandemic has been the greatest cash in for me in history, meaning I've had nonstop work. The riots cashed in on that, meaning I I mean, I risked my life for it. It's not like I just got paid, you know, (laughs) from some country, but meaning when things are bad, when, when when you misrepresent things or when you're out there in the world and the world's crazy, it's like these people actually benefit. Now, fortunately, I didn't benefit in the way of like, you know, spreading the misinformation. I got to take the nice side by exposing it. Mm -hmm. But the way the media is representing the gun control is the same way they represented the riots, the shutdowns, right? They always take something that's going to be destructive long term. And they say, well, this is for your safety or for civil rights or to move us forward. And you say, well, I can see with my eyes what this is like you know i mean the riots we go we see what this is this is war on our streets why weren't you taking away their weapons of war their bricks and they they burned down several you know several dozen cities in the united states with bricks and molotov cocktails it's like you can't stop violence and stuff by removing these guns and it's not going to take it away and there's no evidence out there that shows you that those were peaceful protests there's no evidence that shows you that legal gun gun owners are responsible for the gun violence in this country there's no evidence and it doesn't matter because ultimately they want to demoralize us and they want us to be weak. Imagine though, imagine, imagine what happened in 2020, but 10 times stronger if another populist leader comes in. Remember, they said, this, this group said, right in the Time Magazine article, that if Trump had won, if somehow their fortification of the entire system that is definitely not rigging or altering, it was fortifying, if they somehow still lost, 
they had sustained unrest plan with dozens of groups Absolutely. ready in yeah. every major city. Yes. And you're going to tell me that with my family and what's going on even right now in Texas, where grocery stores are running out of food, people are panicking, that somehow, you know, things cannot dissolve in a minute and that there's, you know, I don't deserve the right to defend myself, my family and be prepared for very bad things to happen. They're happening right now in front of my eyes. I, my eyes are open and I think millions of Americans realize that we're never going to give into this. Mm, Come yeah. and take it. Hey. Men, by the way, uh, to President Biden, if you plan on uh, going ahead and taking the immunity away from gun manufacturers, uh, you might want to do that to vaccine manufacturers and big pharma Thank as you. well. Thank you. Yes. We've got a lot more coming up. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. Uh, so in case you have not heard of it yet, home title theft is actually one of the fastest growing crimes, according to the FBI. By the way, cybercrime right now is up 75 percent because of COVID. Everyone's at home. I think like idle hands, I think is the saying. Uh, but uh, if you've never heard of this, First of all, you should consider yourself lucky because that means it hasn't happened to you. But uh, what happens are the cyber criminals uh, who are sometimes there, they reside here in the States, sometimes they are far, far away. Uh, they find your home's title, which is kept online. They can uh, forge your signature on a quick claim deed, and it says that you sold your home to that person, and then they can take out whatever loans they want to on your home. They will leave you in debt and without your retirement nest egg that you have spent so long building up. By the way, you're not going to know this until it's too late and you're getting the eviction notice. Uh, insurance does not cover you. Common identity theft programs do not cover you. You might have a banking little protection program that you're like, maybe my bank protects me. No, 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 they don't. Don't find that out before it's too late. You got to go to Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock detects uh, people who might be tampering with your home's title and they will mobilize to shut it down immediately. By the way, you're not going to know, again, if you are a victim of home title theft, unless you go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to find out if you have been a victim, and then you can use code RADIO to receive 30 free days of protection. That is code RADIO. Uh, again, I, I don't know why it's radio. I realize I am not on a radio program. Just go with it, okay? Radio for 30 free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address at HomeTitleLock.com. Instagram has recently announced that they will begin policing private messages, uh, your DMs, in their latest crackdown on what they consider to be hate speech. And for those of you listening on audio podcasts, we do use the air quotes on this show for hate speech. Uh, they said that they will be taking more steps to help prevent abuse. And uh, the platform's stance on hate speech includes a zero tolerance policy for attacks on people based on their protected characteristics, including race or religion. Uh, and they strengthened these rules, I think it was last year, to uh, include content depicting blackface, common anti-Semitic <laughs> tropes. Uh, yes. And by the way, they bragged that they took action on 6.5 million pieces of hate speech last year, uh, including in DMs, 95% of which we found before anyone reported it just between July and September. So now they're saying if someone sends a DM that breaks their rules, uh, they're going to prohibit that person from sending any more messages for a set period of time. And then if they continue to send violating messages, they're going to disable their account. Uh, by the way, they're teaming up with 
the UK's law enforcement. This is the UK again, but we know, as we know from history, whatever happens in the UK yep. trickles to the United States. Used to be it took a few years. Uh, now, the, these days, it, it doesn't, it's not too long no. before it trickles to the United States, uh, but they're cooperating with law enforcement authorities in the UK on the hate speech uh, that is being talked about in Instagram direct messages. I'm telling you guys, they're coming for you. They are coming for all of us. Uh, Yako, your thoughts? Yeah, look, and don't be fooled and think they haven't been monitoring your DMs. They've been monitoring it all along and they've been watching it. But this is what they always do. Tell the people what we're going to do to them. Thereby we have buy-in. And yes, you agreed to the terms of service. And I know how that works because we made sure at FreeSpace that we don't do that. But, but they are, this is a crackdown. They've been doing it. Now they're saying, told you. Now we're coming for you, right? And you're going to see an aggressive push here. It's always the UK because that's, that's where things land nice and soft. That's where they do their beta and, they, and they, people will buy it and then they bring it into the US. They find some sick, corrupt governor like Newsom or Cuomo that says, I'll be first, I'll mandate it or I'll sign up or I'll support. And then they go. So uh, I'm not surprised by this, Sarah, especially, you know, uh, I'm expecting more of these kinds of things coming from 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 big tech uh, well i mean they were just emboldened yeah right they i mean they well, have they, they were just given rope a lot right, of leash right they have the biden harrison a lot of leash and uh, i mean again the gop held power for a while did nothing talked a big talk and then did nothing yeah. now they've got like yako said a lot of leash check this out inside this bottle is actually evidence of what hate speech actually is and it's the contents inside this bottle what you'll notice is there's absolutely it's nothing empty. yeah there's it's empty it, there's nothing here and that's because <laughs> when you look into hate speech hate speech is just like common sense gun control is another form of control that is very vague like weapons of war right so you mm -hmm. say hate speech i know we've already heard that, that it's hard to define but what i love is like i tell people you know my show slightly offensive is a hate speech show and i'm proud of it because what it is is i talk about the things that evil people hate and that is exposing darkness and, and now, if you want to call me an extremist and full of hate speech because I'm, I'm not into your pro-pornography agenda, I'm not into your yep. child sex trafficking, I believe in, you know, a traditional family, I'm sorry. And, you know, I, I'm okay with people quoting the Bible even on things like homosexuality, which the conservative movement has completely, you know, lost touch with any sort of like redemption or healing and any of these things. Biblical values have been lost into like weird, greedy capitalism. Fine. Then, yeah, I'm a hateful extremist and I'm proud of it because, you know what I mean? That's my point. Yeah. It's like they're trying to get you to fear like like the gun companies to not you know manufacture they're trying to get you to fear to speak your mind because you're, well, i don't want to be considered a hateful person look when, i'm not demonstrably when, when I'm not. last right. did you hear the word truth right who's speaking of the word truth ever left right center of the uh, uh, year of course but truth no they've dubbed truth hate yes that's, that's what they've done right. in this so country and, and, and they've dubbed truth to be hate so whenever you speak the truth when I say the other day and some people commented, hey, you don't have a uterus, you're not a woman. That is the truth. <laughs> deal with it any way you want to deal with it. No, that's hate speech. Then call it hate speech all you want. Who cares? Don't call it slightly offensive. Call it superiority, you know, in offensive speech. This is what we are. I'm so offensive, but it's about truth. And we have to reestablish truth in this country. Everything we've mentioned on this show today so far, uh, weapons of war, you know, uh, you know, hate speech, all these things are these, you know, words of hyperbole and gross overstatements like the empty bottle that you're showing. But it's all coming down to you can't speak truth. There's no truth. There's no right. There's no wrong. Everything is fluid. 
And by the way, we decide where it flows, right? So we just got to get back to walking a line. And for the people out there that's afraid to speak the truth, you know, I've seen people that don't want to discipline their children. They go, well, what are my friends going to think? I I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. I want my child to grow up and not be a brat. Not be somebody that thinks this nation owes them something. Know that God is the ultimate authority. The word of God is an absolute plumb line. And you speak the truth. And you see evil, you call it out. You don't ask for permission. You call it out. As a matter of fact, you smash the bully in the mouth. That's what I want my kids to believe. And you can't get them there. (laughs) Base Diaco coming out. I know. I like this. Unless you give them truth. There has to be truth. And that's what they've done in this country successfully. No truth. Truth is hate. Well... Let me, okay, so so to Yaku's point, let me just check, Yaku, if this is the type of truth that you're talking about. So uh, a freshman Democratic Congresswoman, Representative Sarah Jacobs, uh, has come out. She did an interview with um, <laughs> big girl Brian Stelter on CNN the other day. And um, she's actually talking about truth as well, Yaku. But I'm not sure if it's the same truth that you are mentioning because she says that there needs to be a truth commission in this country listen so said in an interview with the 19th uh, news website this week that uh, the country needs a truth commission what exactly would a truth commission be so i think part of what we're seeing now is because we haven't really done the reckoning with the racial injustice and white supremacy of our past that we need to do and so you know a truth commission a lot of people will think of south africa we've used them in countries around the world and basically what it is is it's a uh, communities all the way up to the national level having conversations about both the gory and the glory of our history and what happened both throughout the history of our country and leading up to and on january 6 so that we can come to a common narrative moving forward of what we want our country to be i think we need to look at far-right media which i know brian you've been such a leader on calling out and also the role of social media and the whole ecosystem of social media where the kinds of information and the kinds of posts that get the biggest reactions are the ones that are prioritized by their algorithms. Uh, Could I just, for those of you who don't know, she just referenced South Africa. Like South Africa, remember that? Remember that girl from the from the uh, competition when they were saying such as yeah, like South Africa and everywhere, everywhere as, like everywhere such that, as. That she sounded like that. She did. Does she know anything about South South yeah, Africa's please, commission? Yeah, we, we have a little bit of a South Africa expert here, <laughs> yeah. Sarah Jacobs. Look, Sarah Jacobs. It was called the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in South Africa, which led into the Black Empowerment Movement which destroyed a country, which took a country from 7% unemployment to now 55% unemployment, which took a country from 300,000 farmers to 30,000 farmers, which is literally seeing no borders, no rights for people, China rolling in, raping the country. That's what that Truth and Reconciliation Commission did. Profiling whites, genocidal killing today of white farmers in South Africa. Maybe you need to come to South Africa and we need to walk the streets for a minute. You don't know what you're talking about. And Stelzer is the last person to be having a conversation about truth. But spin truth. I mean, Satan came in the garden. And yes, I'm equating them to Satan because they lie. Satan came in the garden and said, Eve, that's not, you know, he didn't say that's not God. He's not the only God. You can be God. You can be like him. You can have your own version of truth. It's not versions of truth. There is truth. South Africa is a disaster today. If it wasn't for hardworking people and the free market and capitalism, that country was going to be a failed state. So 
that's the last place you want to reference as a model for how to do America. The last. Maybe maybe the only one worse is Venezuela mm. or, or Cuba. Yeah. Okay. Hey, free bread. Yeah, Check out right. Venezuela. That's a great country, right? <laughs> yeah. It, so, uh, Representative Jacobs, I believe uh, you just got schooled by someone who actually knows something uh, about South Africa. We've got more <laughs> to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Newcom. Uh, I'm so happy that I have the Newcom system right now because um, there's a lot of, like, craziness going on in the DFW area. People are without power. People are without hot water. Um, people are, like, uh, you're having to drive in snow. It's a very, very stressful situation right now. And Newcom has helped me deal with it, manage my daily stress, uh, and it can help you as well. Newcom gives you the power to slow down and get some distance from all the stress in your life, and it's going to allow you to respond better to the demands of everyday life, whatever that may be. Uh, it actually, the, the technology is really cool. You need to go to their website and look at this. It, it explains it way better than I could, but it actually, you put these discs on, and it interrupts your stress at its source and brings you calming brainwave patterns that are associated with relaxation, greater awareness, intuition, and it just, it you listen to it and it, make, it just makes you feel calmer. I, I, that's all I know, because I'm not like a big, uh, tech, technological person. I'm like, I just know I put the I put the thing on, I put the discs on, and it actually really works. And let me tell you, my life is really stressful, and I know a lot of you guys have a lot of stress going on in your life. You really, really could benefit from Newcom. It's going to improve your sleep, it's going to reduce your stress, uh, and it's going to boost your recovery without any drugs or side effects. So uh, you can go to, to learn more about it, you can go to Newcom.com. Uh, you will get 50% off of a 30-day subscription with Newcom. By the way, that includes a money-back guarantee, so you don't have anything to lose. Uh, you can use promo code Y to get that. Uh, I'm sorry, it's whynewcom.com. It is W-H-Y, for those of you who are listening on podcasts, W-H-Y, Newcom. W-H-Y, this is, this is a lot, this is a lot of, uh, of hard words here. Let me spell it all out for you. W-H-Y-N-U-C-A-L-M.com. That's W-H-Y-N-U-C-A-L-M.com. Back in a minute. Uh, we're having this conversation on truth and, uh, you know, Instagram deleting your private messages because that might, uh, you know, constitute hate speech. We're talking about setting up truth commissions. By the way, Representative Sarah Jacobs, not the only person to uh, talk about some sort of a truth commission. You know, AOC said that she was in talks with the Biden administration to set up uh, a media uh, well, the media misinformation yeah. uh, commission. So they are very much going after this. They take it very seriously. Uh, just another little uh, example of this. Axios, which is obviously a left-leaning organization, they actually, they had tweeted out a fact-checking tweet uh, on a claim that Harris made, that Vice President Kamala Harris made. Uh, they fact-checked the claim which fact checkers rated as wrong after uh, Harris started to face backlash over her false claims on vaccines, on the COVID vaccine. Um, they actually, so what happened was Harris said there was no national strategy or plan for COVID-19 vaccinations. We're starting from scratch. Um, don't know if you've been paying attention. Don't know if you've been living under a rock. In case you have been living under a rock, uh, they're 
absolutely was a distribution plan. Uh, everyone said that it would be a miracle if Trump could pull it off. Trump, there's no way that Fastest Trump can pull ever. this off. Yeah. He and by the way, I don't endorse the vaccine at all. No. Just FYI, um, there's not any long-term data on that. So if you want to take it, be my guest. But the point is, all of these people told him to do it. Then they set him up for failure. Said he couldn't do it. He then did it. He had the distribution plan. We were already vaccinating all of these people. The Biden administration used President Trump's outlay of what he had already done and said, you know what, I think our goal is exactly what this man was already doing, and then had the audacity to say, oh, actually, there was no plan in place. We actually had to start it from scratch, and look how successful we are. So Axios fact-checked this. Well, then they ended up uh, deleting that because um, you can't fact check the Biden administration. So uh, I guess whoever it was over at their social media did not get the memo. But um, you can't fact check the Biden administration, guys. All right. The last four years are over. It's 2021 now. And we don't fact check the administration in the White House anymore. Yako. Look. President Bush, give credit where credit is due, started a process which Trump built on Obama wouldn't. And President Trump did something that no one had ever done, produced vaccines regardless of what they were. Okay, it's a COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccine, but faster than anybody ever produced a vaccine. If they say, if Vice President Harris says, hey, there was no plan, then fire the guy that was in charge of COVID, Anthony Fauci. Right. But he's still there. Right. Which, by the because way, Fauci, there was a plan. Yes. And, Fau- and, Fauci, and Fauci said back. we're not starting from scratch. Yes. He Come said on. that's incorrect. That is misinformation. So if you want some truth commission, mm-hmm. then go after that kind of nonsense where they're feeding the Americans absolute lies saying, hey, there was no plan. Poor us. Biden has to work so hard. No, he inherited a vaccine. Again, I will not take the vaccine. Okay, Mm -hmm. you come at me with a vaccine, you're going to lose the arm (laughs) of the hand that's carrying the vaccine. I I will rip it off. The vaccine that's labeled as gene therapy on most medical Mm -hmm. websites, not as a vaccine. Mm -hmm. But President Trump did produce a vaccine. No, it's not. Right, right. Which, again. But there is a new one. Actually, there is a a new vaccine coming out that I would consider taking that's in development right now that's actually a vaccine just like the flu vaccine simply because i want to go visit my my in-laws in in australia right and there's some strict guidance but this is a simple not mrna gene therapy developed from aborted babies you know in that kind of research this is just a simple just a little bit of the antigen I still don't want to get it, but it's something that I know is more tested and uh, over time, I will still wouldn't give it to pregnant women, still wouldn't give it to children, but it's like, it's something that, you know, if you're going to be a reporter and you need to get around the country, it seems I would be more open to it. I don't want it, but I'm just saying, just so people know, if for work or for whatever, don't get it now, don't get this one, wait till something new is developed that actually should have been the real vaccine. That's why when they said, by the way, how did it get developed this quickly? Because what we're seeing now was already in development for years before COVID, right. and st- so it, it wasn't a vaccine. Really, the vaccine for COVID hasn't come out yet. It's being developed. I just don't want people to know that. So what you're seeing right now is not a COVID vaccine. It's gene therapy. Well, which it's scary. It is, which, by the way, you know, Elijah saying things that are provable, verifiable facts. It's not misinformation. Right. But we saw, you know, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I mean, we, you are seeing people who are, are sharing verifiable facts about uh, you know, maybe it's uh, the VAERS system, the adverse event uh, reaction system that people are reporting, how many people are, are having adverse reactions to the vaccine, whatever the case may be. Uh, they're getting thrown off of social media because you cannot you cannot dispute the truth 
when it comes from the government. I, I capitalize no. that when I'm talking about, I wish that I could like, I was typing it because whenever I talk about the government information, I feel like it always, it's just the truth. And then there's a little like trademark there because yeah. it is the truth is whatever the government says yes, it is. the truth is, and you may not deviate from that truth. There's nations that are verifying what Elijah just said. you got the president of Uganda coming out telling his whole population, don't take this vaccine. You know, this is absolute, you know, gene and genetic modification. Look, you want to, we live in America. You want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. You do whatever you want. I'm not taking <laughs> right, it. Right. Nobody I love or care for will get that vaccine. Heck, I don't even take the flu vaccine, right? Because yeah. I know how this stuff works. I understand yeah, me how too. this so I, know, I know what this yeah. is. I, I'm, not, I'm not just against science, but no. I know what this is. I know this is not an actual vaccine. I know that in the medical community, people are not calling it a vaccine. It's That's what the media is saying. Correct. And I know that there is a vaccine that is being developed that is a traditional vaccine that actually works in that capacity. And if you wanted to get something again, I would look into that. But again, if you want to modify your genes, do whatever you want. Yeah. This is America. All right. You have the freedom to do that. Uh, We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. If you are a small business owner, you're probably hurting right now from all of the COVID shutdowns. Uh, Everyone is trying to see where they can pinch pennies, make it work. Let me tell you about Bambi, okay? Because HR issues can really kill you. You've got uh, wrongful termination suits. You've got minimum wage requirements. You've got all of these regulations that you're trying to remember, unless you have an HR manager, which uh, HR managers, I don't know if you've noticed, but they are really expensive. They're an average of $70,000 a year that you have to shell out just to make sure that you stay in compliance. Don't do that. Go to Bambi. It is spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. They were created specifically for small business owners like yourself. You can get a dedicated HR manager who's going to craft your HR policy, maintain your compliance, uh, do that all for just $99 a month. Bambi is going to change your HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. By the way, your HR manager will be available by phone, email, real-time chat, whatever method you prefer to talk to them on. Uh, They can do onboarding. They can do terminations. They will customize all of your policies to fit your business. By the way, did I mention it is $99 a month. It is going to create a giant savings for you right when you need it. By the way, they are month to month and you can cancel anytime if you don't like it, but you will because it's going to save you money and keep you in compliance. They are the experts. Let them help you get a free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash matters. It is B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash matters to schedule that free HR audit. B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash matters. Back in a minute. So there is a new dating trend. No, I'm, I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of, we're all married. But uh, let me just tell you, since you're not on the dating scene anymore, there is a new dating trend called Fauci-ing, which I think, like, that's not a good name at all. What? You guys, this is a horrible name. It's called Fauci-ing. So, like so some Fauci, sort of bondage? Uh, <laughs> Fauci uh, with I-N-G. Fauci-ing. Uh, which, it, the, it's a bunch of singles on Plenty of Fish. The website Plenty of Fish. And uh, they are basically cutting off a relationship if you don't think that the other person is serious enough about social distancing 
and taking the pandemic seriously. Lame. So it's called Fauciing, which, by the way, um, Elijah's good friend, Sydney Watson, you introduced us, actually. Uh, she was on the show, and last time she said that all of the dating apps now, like, people are putting whether or not they've gotten the COVID vaccine. That's the, the new thing. Is like you have to prove to everyone that you're pandemic safe. You're a pandemic safe partner. Helps free thinkers know who to date and not to date. Yeah. sure does. Absolutely. Thank you for telling me that you're crazy and that people should stay away from you. But this, yeah. is, what, this is what I hear when I hear this. Fauciing is social engineering because I'm just telling you, good luck procreating with social distancing. So this is about, <laughs> oh, distance dating and distance marriage. And where, they, where, where does this end is what I'm asking. You know, this looks a lot yeah. like China. This looks a lot like, hey, we're going to come into the bedroom, into the house, tell you how to procreate, how many kids you can have, when, where, how, what. This is, I'm just, America, wake up moment. This is not cool. This is not a cool little trick and toy, Fauci. It sounds so innocent. Number one, anything with Fauci's name on it, I go run for the heels fast and don't look back, right? You may turn into a pillar of salt. Just keep going, okay? Fauciing. Fauciing. It's also just kind of gross, too, that people are such losers that they would do this, but I'm not surprised. And I've been calling a lot of people pathetic recently, and that's what this is. Uh, you know, and I don't have empathy for these people at all because they've allowed themselves to have, uh, and I would say this, they're not usually stupid people that are doing this. They are arrogant people and prideful people who think that they want to be looked at and get the praises of men. Like, look at me. I'm really taking my health seriously. Well, study has shown that you're probably the people dating and doing these things you're not in any danger of actually dying or having serious complications from covid so actually you're not taking your health seriously you're trying to create you know a higher a hierarchy in this cult right. of saying look at where i am and i saw couples today i'm telling you this we're in we're in a frozen freezing yeah, world right now tundra. and i saw these two um people a couples both wearing their masks outside like telling another couple as they would talk to them to keep the six feet distance Stop. from them and I'm like, this is a time when neighbors need to come together. We need to just get over the pandemic. My neighbors, we are literally cuddling on the couch. I'm not going to say what I would call it because this is a family-friendly show, but this is the opposite of the liberal culture. We are putting on clothes, not taking them off and coming together. <laughs> we're, all, we're all huddling. And it's like, I, we, we forget the pandemic even you know, exists, if it, it does exist. Uh, <laughs> if it does, but they say it does. Uh, but, but it's like, we're supposed to come together. These people are so fixated that they can't even come together with their community. It is China. And the state has yeah, gotten in the way of 100%. Texans coming together. And you're going, you guys look like idiots. You think you look cool, social distancing? These people need help. And you're, and you're so mental worried illness. about this. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. mentally ill. No, there's a mental illness. You know, <laughs> yeah. if I can, real quick, one of, one, of the, one of the number one heroes in South Africa's history was this little 13-year-old girl who got trapped in a snowstorm and an ice storm, true story, in South Africa with her little brother. And she stripped down naked body to body, him and her naked, and laid on him and covered herself, and she died. She ended up oh dying. Gosh. She ended up dying covering him so that he would survive, oh. right? And I'm telling you, when it comes to the last resort, and it is do or die death moment, it's always, always going to be people getting closer together. 
people sticking together, families and communities coming together. God's intent is for people to be in each other's lives, for us to have physical contact. Yes, we're going to get sick. Yes, we're going to be, we're supposed to. We built immune systems. It's never God's intent for people to disassociate and pull apart. So whenever you see people kissing through a mask or social distancing or pulling apart, I can literally tell you it is anti-God. It is against the will of God. I'm not saying be stupid and go be Cuomo and take a sick person and throw him in the old age home and kill a bunch of people, Cuomo. Okay, right. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying we've, we've embraced insanity in this country to a level where we've lost our humanity completely. Can I say one thing? Real quick. quick. Real quick. I wouldn't know the pandemic existed if the media wasn't always talking about it. And that just shows you what we're really going through. Yeah. All right. We, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Interestingly enough, they took the, uh, the death count off. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I Don't forget, if you have not yet, did I scare you guys? I said, hey, and they were like, whoa. You have too much mom energy right now. <laughs> no, it's the coffee. Right, yeah, it's the yeah. coffee and the fact that I haven't been out of the house because we're all snowed in. And the freezing uh, weather, it's like you're yeah, alert. Like, you're Hello, like, it's, it's as cold inside as it is outside. Maybe it's uh, a built bar protein. It must be. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the audio podcast. It helps more people find this show so that they then can get the truth uh, and the news and why it matters. We've got a, a review from V Sassy. I actually have been listening and watching for a while, always glad to tune in and hear what all of you have to say. I missed you, S. Gonzalez, while you were gone. Congrats on the new baby. Thank you. In a nutshell, truthful news with documentation, tons of humor with great analysis. Always a pleasure. Say hello to all your co-hosts, especially Glenn, Chad, Elijah, Eric, Yako, and all the other wonderful people you have on. Love, light, and peace, my friends. V. Sassy. Well, Co-host. Hello. Thank you, Hello. V. Sassy. Hello. Thanks, Hello. V. Sassy. Welcome, Thanks, v. Sassy. V. Sassy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank you for watching. Uh, don't forget to five get stars, your reviews five in. Stars, five stars. You might see your yours read live on air. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.